You care about your marriage and you care about your business. How do you stop fighting about your business so you can take care of your marriage and your business? Ugh, it's not an easy conversation, my friends, but we're diving into it today. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're talking about a pretty familiar entrepreneurial conundrum there. Um, what do you do when your business gets in the way of your relationship? I think that a lot of times entrepreneurial couples, when there's one entrepreneur and another one isn't, you know, in business ownership space, there's a lot of room for confusion. There's a lot of room for uh, misunderstandings, but you're also usually dealing with two different personality types. Somebody who's more accepting, welcoming, and understanding of risk, while uh, somebody else and the other partner might want to play it safe. I think that might be where we find ourselves in today's listener letter. So let's dive in so we can help her find some results. Heather, I've been running my own consultancy business for a year. My profit matches the income I brought in from my previous job. When I worked, my husband never questioned work decisions. If I was pissed off about something, he always took my side. If I came up with an idea, he called me creative. I was smart in setting up my business. I took my time, built my client load, and only left when my family wouldn't experience a blip of change. I crossed my T's, dotted my I's, and my husband was on board with all of it. We were on the same page. Since then, it feels like he is less supportive. He questions decisions I make in my business like pricing, promotional offers, and hiring an assistant. I wanted to invest in, excuse me, I wanted to invest in a local networking event that came with a $49 price tag, 50 bucks, and we ended up in an argument about why I really needed to be there and what my ROI would be. When I ask him about the switch, he says he thinks I'm being impulsive, that I seem careless with the freedom my new business offers, and that he doesn't want me to take my eye off the ball. I don't get it. We were solid before this, and now he seems to be questioning who I am. My income for December went down 10% and I covered it a bit because I didn't want him to find out or prove him right. Now I'm anxious all the time, second-guessing myself, fearing what this means and where it will lead, and just trying to avoid conflict altogether. I'm antsy in my own home and hate how this is making me feel. How do I get out from under the cycle, Heather? I'm not used to conflict and tension. I'm crying a lot and feel so lonely. Okay, so deep breath here. Um, I First of all, you are not in a situation that is unique to um, marriages. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs um, think we're a little, like, I think we make the mistake um, of thinking we're a little too special and we're a little too different and our spouse is never going to understand us because they don't see life the way we do. Um, and I think we apply this idea that we have unique problems. I think sometimes it's a puffed up way of making us feel better about ourselves or making us feel like we're a part of the club. But I think sometimes when we put our relationship problems Problems as different because we're entrepreneurs, I think we run the risk of invalidating our partners right away, but we're not setting that conversation up for success. I think that we have to remember that 
any couple who's been at it a while where dreams change and plans change are going to go at it, are going to have a hard time communicating. It's about how you have this conversation. Now, I think what you're missing here is the idea that, yes, your husband, it feels wholly unsupportive. He's questioning small purchases like 50 bucks and you're like, wait a minute, you're going to question me on $50? Don't you know that I also need this and this and this for my business? I can't be talking to you about $50 expenditures. You're hearing it about the $50. It's not about the $50. I think what you're experiencing is his anxiety that comes with the fact that you now don't have a backup plan. I think it's very easy to be supportive and to have your back when not only you're bringing in income from your nine to five, but you're also bringing in income that closest to matches your nine to five. The fact that you essentially had a full-time business and a full-time job, he was seeing double revenue in your household income for a while. He was benefiting from that. And it's so easy to forget that at some point in time when you decide, yes, go all in on your business, that half of that is going to go away. It sounds like he's really anxious about the money story that happens when income and business is a little unpredictable. So I, you know, and and sometimes I don't think people think to have that conversation when they're bringing in side hustle money. It's like, oh, I have my nine to five and we have this little bit of extra now that we can play within our house. So I think this is about going back to the drawing board and sitting down and saying, listen, I can't do this unless you're on my side. The only way this worked, the only way we got here to a point where our company, you know, our family had like the smooth transition is because we were on the same page and we were on the same side. So when you see me spending $50, what's going on for you? When you see me, you know, doing something that, you know, in my pricing structure or promotional thing, what are you actually thinking? Because I think what ends up happening is for a lot of people, they start with attack. You're not doing this. You're doing too much of this. You're not doing enough of that. What are you doing this for? Because they're trying to take their anxiety and put it onto you. And then when you're doing something that feels so personal, like running your business, when you're doing something that you care about so much, it's so easy to get highly reactive and just like, you know, he's coming at you. So of course you're going to wall up, guard off and armor up and you're going to you know, understanding doesn't have a way into that wall. Understanding, there's no window there for it to crawl through. There's no space under the door. There's, it's just walls and guards and armor. So this is bothering you. So unfortunately, even though it's you that feels like his behavior isn't fair, has you on edge, you're the one with the problem right now. He's telling you that like he needs you to do X, Y, and Z. You are the one having the emotional reaction. So that means you have to start the hard conversation in a pitch perfect world. He would come to you and he would say, honey, I'm feeling so anxious all of a sudden. I can see this awesome thing you've built. I see how good you are at this. And I'm just suddenly feeling the, you know, the hit a little bit in our accounts. And I'm worried about what happens if, you know, your business doesn't bring in the money one month. Like, what are we going to do? It has me feeling so antsy. And I think I'm trying to get control in places where it's not my business to control and where it's actually not helpful. Like, 
right? Like, if he had a little therapist like me in his ear who could whisper that pitch-perfect speech for you, like, sunshine, rainbows, unicorns, kumbaya, you guys could go off and have a wild makeup session together. But it doesn't work that way, right? Like, right now, he has no clue, or if he does, he's not sharing it with you, that his outward behavior is a reflection of his internal struggle. So you have to have a conversation about it. And if you start with, I don't like the way you're talking to me, I don't like the questions you're asking me, like, that doesn't open the door for understanding and communication. What you need to do is say, hey, like, the way you've been talking isn't, I'm not used to it. You weren't talking to me like this a month ago. We weren't fighting like this. Things didn't feel so tense. This isn't like you. It isn't like us. I'm wondering what's going on. How are you feeling and what have you been thinking? So that you can just listen and take some of those things in. So because for all you know, he's looking at the fact that, you know, he thinks the furnace is going to go by the end of winter and you're going to need a new home furnace. Or maybe he's suddenly thinking that if your business doesn't bring in money one month, he's going to be responsible for bringing in the extra and he's going to have to pull his extra weight. You have no idea what the stories are that he's creating inside his head until you invite the conversation and ask him to share. And you can say, hey, listen, you know, I talked to a colleague of mine and she shared that this is a common struggle and she thinks like maybe you're managing some anxiety about the money thing. How can I help you? What do you need to see? What are like, how can we help you get a sense of this and what would help you feel calmer because it's not really solving the problem if you know that I don't pay that 50 bucks to go to that event and it doesn't really solve the problem for me if you're just quietly stewing and you're not attacking me so we don't bite but you're actually still kind of ticked off with me so how do we get on the same page because he might just need a safety plan he might just need to know that yes you were still as ambitious and as motivated as ever now that you're running this business full-time because my guess is, and this has happened a lot in the entrepreneurial couples that I've helped over the years, especially like in the past, like I think I did a lot of this work in 2018 where, you know, partners see their spouses hustling super hard and working super hard. And then the business is successful. We start to see that it has legs and they they relax a little bit. They don't have to be getting up at 4 a.m. on a Saturday to put in a couple of hours of work. They don't have to work until 10 o'clock at night on a weeknight because the business has come together. The systems are in place. Things are moving slowly. But to an uninformed partner, it looks like you're working less and you're not trying so hard. So sometimes we create stories out of things that people say and don't say and do and don't do. The only way you guys get past this is if you have a conversation and say, you know, like, listen, like, yes, business ownership comes with unpredictable revenue. These are all of the steps I've taken to ensure that I minimize the risk and that it doesn't happen happen to us. However, what I am learning about business is that if I don't make smart investments, if I don't take care of the health and wealth of my business, I'm actually at risk of losing revenue. So these are the decisions I'm making. These are the mentors I'm choosing to follow. These are the people whose, you know, book I'm choosing to read. These are the strategies I'm finding. Um, All of that. 
what I, you know, what I really need to understand from you is what your questions are, and then I can provide an answer and get to know him and what he's thinking. So then you can say, hey, I got to be honest with you. I know you're anxious. I know you had all these questions, but the way you talked to me was really, you know, it was really distracting. It felt very disrespectful. I felt like you left my team. I felt abandoned. I've been crying. I have haven't been as productive at work. And this is like what's going to end up affecting our bottom line if we can't talk about it differently. So in the future, like, let's see, because then like, you know, welcome to it, everyday marriage, like people freak out all the time about budgets and what one partner spends on something isn't something another partner would spend. Then you can, as a couple, come up with an agreement, like, because as a boss, you, you don't have the time or focus to to be running every little purchase your business makes with your husband who isn't working in your business. Like you need the autonomy to make these decisions yourself. Otherwise, you're going to lose your sense of self and you're going to stop feeling like the boss of your business. But you're, you know, your husband who's tied to your revenue and who needs to know what your involvement is probably has a number where if your income is coming in at less than a certain amount for a particular month or if you're making an investment that's more than X number of dollars, you know, he needs to know about it. And that you're going to ask him when he starts to feel himself getting anxious, when he starts to feel himself questioning, he's going to talk to you about it. You know, this is really a podcast episode that both of you should be listening to together because these are really hard conversations to have. And both of you need to be open and willing to have them. But again, like this is regular everyday marriage and partnership. This is what I need in order to be my best and feel my best. This is what you need in order to feel your best and be your best. I am willing to meet your needs. Are you willing to meet mine? And how do we find a middle ground? Because there's all kinds of things that distract people and that get people super focused and, you know, um, sort of that shift the change in the picture of a marriage. I, you know, I haven't made a secret of it that I went through this and in not in the cleanest, easiest way possible in 2017 when my husband wanted to, um, you know, move for his job and find his dream job. And we didn't have that opportunity in his specific job in the Northeast. And, you know, that had nothing to do with me having a business. It, you know, it was, he had a, a goal and a plan for his life and suddenly it shifted and looked differently than the plan that we had outlined for our lives. And we had to have a lot of hard conversations. And in all transparency, it started out with a lot of arguments, a lot of days of not talking, and a lot of, you know, days of, I don't know how we're going to get to the other side. And the only way you get to the other side of those hard conversations is by really trying to understand what it feels like for the other person. Because, you know, our perception is our reality, right? So if somebody's perceiving something really anxious, it doesn't matter how many T's you crossed, how many I's you've dotted, he's just going to see missing holes because that's all he's looking for. But if he sees that, you know, you care about this too, and this is how the, these are the steps and the actions you're taking to prove that you care, this gets a whole lot easier. Sometimes one of the things that I suggested to one of the couples that I worked with this year is like a little state of the state check-in because that day-to-day, it's funny, the conversation um, had started 
um, because he was the one working from home and she was leaving to work um, her nine to five and she didn't know what he did all day. Um, and so he constantly felt like he not only had to have the house clean and the laundry done when he came home, but like he felt like he had to have all these tasks that he could, you know, sort of prove that he was really working and he wasn't just sitting on the couch drinking beer and watching, you know, movies or something. So it, it became this like, well, how do you take away this anxiety in the sense that like, you know, big mother is watching you? What do you do instead? Well, you say like, this is a state of the state, like, and you schedule these business check-ins. These are the clients I've seen. This is the kind of work I'm doing. This is what I'm really excited about. This is what I'm kind of freaking out internally about. These are the things I've learned. These are the questions I still have. Because when we're doing that and having that conversation for work, it's so much easier because if you don't solve that problem, you still get a paycheck at the end of two weeks. If you don't like, you know, you don't like the way your boss is talking to you, you still have tomorrow to figure it out. When you own a business, some of these things, like they don't have easy resolution. And it's so easy to jump to this place of it's going to affect the bottom line if this doesn't get solved. But so much of that anxiety and worry goes away with transparent communication. And it's not easy. It's not comfortable. And it does feel like you're, you know, asking spouses for permission sometimes. But here's the thing. Healthy relationships have to involve teamwork, have to involve this is what I'm carrying. This is what you're carrying. This is where I'm getting stuck. Where are you getting stuck? And we can't just retreat to opposite sides and say, you shouldn't be talking to me this way. You don't get to ask these questions because then we're just sort of getting ourselves stuck in the mud rather than saying like, hey, this conflict isn't really typical of us. We're not usually people who are like retreating to separate corners. How can we get back on the same side? And recognizing that you might not be successful the first time. I wish I could tell you the story that like, oh, I got really upset with my husband because suddenly it looked like we were going to have to move really far away. So I just sat down and told him how I was feeling. And he said, it's okay, honey, we'll make it work. Like that did not happen. But it did eventually happen because we both had a commitment to having the hard conversations, to really hearing the other person out and to really, in all honesty, stay in the rumble a little bit and stay in the struggle. It's really hard for me to do that sometimes. You know, I have this shrink background. I'm a therapist at heart and by nature. So it's so much like me to say like, okay, I'm just going to communicate in such a way that he knows that I hear how he's feeling and I'm going to share how I'm feeling. And it was like, F that. I am, I am going to war. I am like, this is not working. This is not how I want to do this. But you have to stay in the rumble and be okay with not finding the answer because the goal is always going to be finding the answer that works for you. It's not clean. It's, it gets messy. And you know what? If you could use my help with this, this is exactly the type of stuff that I've helped business owners with for the past several years. I always am willing to use my my therapy skills and apply them to coaching, I gladly help you or your partner, you know, come to a place of understanding and help you find common ground. And of course, I extend that offer to anybody listening today. If this conversation resonates with you or you're just needing yourself to have a hard conversation and you can't figure out the words, it's a really good time to grab a consultation with me. Um, I've always joked with people that like my backup job um, and my like wishful 
thinking job would be that I'd be the Hallmark card writer for dysfunctional families, that I could be the one who says, Hi, Mom, on Mother's Day, you were never really there for me, but I understand that you always had the best of intentions and you really tried your best, um, and things like that. It's always been kind of like this inside joke with my friends and family that I could do that. Um, but I really do have a superpower and a zone of genius of helping people find the words that they need to say for those hard conversations. Um, in all honesty, I, you know, I really love doing it too. So if I could help you with that, like I really urge you um, to uh, book a call with me and learn how you could work with me and what that could look like. I'm going to include a link to do that. Um, right um, in the show notes so we could talk about um, where you're struggling and how I might be able to help and where there's room to work together. I really appreciate the letter writer today. Um, this is this stuff's so personal and it's so vulnerable to kind of put yourself out there and say, hey, things are a little bit messy right now. I was wondering if you would be willing to help. So thank you so much for your vulnerability and your transparency and, you know, creating a question that allows me the space to have this conversation with all of you. I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.